0: Our aim is to respond to God, His His glory and greatness, naturally in ways that point to His glory Mm -hmm. and our satisfaction in Him.
1: Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hello, welcome to the Sound Plus Doctrine podcast. My name is David Zimmer.
0: Hello, my name is Bob Coughlin.
1: <sighs> wow, Bob.
0: I'm excited on the inside, but outwardly I don't feel it's appropriate to show it.
1: We are talking
0: today about 10 problems with your church's physical expressiveness.
1: Oh my goodness, So I, I thought love... I would just model what that... <laughs> <laughs> what that might be. Thank you for modeling so, that. You're so welcome.
0: <laughs> We've been talking about this. We have been talking about this a lot. Physical expressiveness, and we titled today, 10 problems with your churches of physical expressiveness, because you know that when you use a number in the title, more people Very are going to check in. Very provocative. They, it's, 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 well, it's, it's a full, it's a complete set.
1: You know, 10 yeah.
0: is also a full number of completion.
1: And then outside of that, there are no more.
0: That's right. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> These are the only problems.
1: And, and
0: someone might, I think you said, you know, Sovereign Grace Music doing something on problems with physical expressiveness. Yes. If you watch our videos, you'll see.
1: That's not a problem. That's, that's not
0: a problem. So, <laughs> but we want to uh, talk about 10, I think, concerns mm-hmm. that people have with Physical expressiveness, yeah, and and do so in a sound plus doctrine, sovereign grace music kind of way. So uh, we got ten. These are reasons that people give for. Uh, well, actually, before we get into it, what was your uh, growing up? What was your um, church like?
1: Yeah, um, I would say um, my church was, you know, not very expressive physically. Okay. Um, we didn't see that. So from- no one really loved the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see that from uh, the front, and I—I I don't think it was—it wasn't that it was, um, you know, looked bad upon. It wasn't like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, I just don't think it was necessarily encouraged. Yes. Um, and I, I think, you know, I think that we're probably going to talk about it in this list, but I think that came from, you know, the First Corinthians 14, where you know. Um, keeping things in structure, right? Uh, all things. So uh, 26, I think. Yes. 14, uh, four, well, 1440, I'm thinking, okay. uh, all things should be done decently and oh, in order. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. um, yeah, very orderly, structurally not moving outside of that, not yes. welcoming chaos. Um, uh, so I think that's where that came. But when I went to college, uh, a lot more people were, more physically expressive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and my college pastor actually came from a background that was more physically expressive, and so uh, I think uh. that also set the tone in our college ministry. But I've always been a, an expressive person, Yes. so that's been sort of my journey. Yes, that's good.
0: So I was raised Catholic, and then became a Christian as a freshman in college in 1972, and became part of a, a Pentecostal becoming charismatic church. Which hmm. you know, uh, different points in time, uh, like one of the high points of the singing would be when they'd form a hallelujah line. I don't know what it was, but we would sing a song and march around the piece. Nice, pews. wow! Uh, oh, it was it was so moving. Um, so we were trying to get away, kind of from that that kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, but so my my background. I mean, I'll talk about some of it in, as we go, but yeah. uh, I wouldn't say neither one of us came from a background where we were saying, yeah, this is, this is what you should do.
1: Right. Yeah. I'll so say.
0: so let's jump in. Yeah. Uh, f- this, this episode is just going to be about concerns that people have, questions that people ask. Number one is worship is a, more of a mental heart activity than physical. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know what Jesus said to the woman at the well, John four twenty four. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So God isn't so concerned, so concerned about what we do with our bodies as what we do with our hearts. Right. So that's that's legitimate. Um, number two, yeah, a desire to avoid hypocrisy. Mm hmm. Especially in the Old Testament, but in the New as well, um, God doesn't want us to act on the outside something that's not happening on the inside. Right. So He says, uh, Isaiah says in Isaiah one fifteen, um, when you spread out your hands, God says, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Mm-hmm. So you know they were going through the motions of worship glorifying god but their lives were totally disconnected from that
1: right and um not to not to you know side trail from uh maybe we'll talk about this later but i i have heard that argument a lot of nothing's even started and my hands go up yes so it's like <laughs> i'm not even responding uh but it's sort of that just um, checking my deodorant. Is that, is that <laughs> oh my god! We're gonna have a lot of those. Uh, um, but so I think I think they can see that as hypocrisy.
0: Wait, that's not connected yes. to anything. Yes, and I I have felt that myself. You know, there have been times when I've been singing, looking engaged, even when I'm leading, and realizing I'm not even thinking about what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's just. A sobering thought. Yes, and so you know we don't want to feel that way, don't want to look that way, don't want to look like we mean outwardly more than what's really going on inside. Definitely. So, the yep. desire to avoid hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Number three, my theology teaches me something different. So this is this is I mean, a number of these are based are drawn from scriptures, mm-hmm. the scriptural texts. Um, but this is just a, kind of a whole approach to worship. One of the main scriptures you already mentioned one of them, um, which we'll get to in a moment from 1 Corinthians 14. But the Hebrews
1: 12:28. Mm. I mean, when I first
0: started studying worship in the late '90s, I'd been leading in you know churches for about 20. Five years and I started studying late 90s. Um, this was a verse I came across frequently. Hmm. You know, Hebrews 12, 28, therefore let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Yeah. And then there's uh, Psalm 46, 10, be still and know that I am yeah. God. Yeah. Or Habakkuk 220, but the Lord is in his holy temple, let all the earth keep silence before him. Mm. And you know, it communicates this impression that when we gather to, to give glory to God, uh, to to praise him, that the tone should be reverent, mm-hmm. somber, sober, maybe is a better word, because God tells us how we're to worship Him. Mm-hmm. We we can't come and just worship God however we feel. It's not like yes. God's a rock star, we're His fans, and we just can do whatever we want. No, He's God. He He He's the one who tells us what exalts Him and what pleases Him. That means that we don't come and just, like you said, just start acting physically without even thinking about yep. who God is. Don't just flail our arms around, dance in the aisles and Appear to lack self-control. You know, one one uh, teacher recently tweeted something to the effect that if you raise your hands at a high point in a worship service, your expectations have been shaped more by twentieth century century Pentecostalism um, than the Bible, implying than the Bible. <laughs> um, which I, I think there's some some truth to that. I think there's a lot of people who. Uh, are physically expressive just because everybody's doing it, yeah, and it's not necessarily something they got from from the Word of God
1: yeah well, and can i can I ask a question, Bob like in terms of the reverence and awe, I think it's easy to to see two extremes right when we youtube you know worship music or you know worship bands yeah you're seeing either the the chaos that you're talking about, where everyone's you know r- really excited and expressive and happy and jumping, uh, and, and then you see the opposite version where it's tears and crying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and le- really lengthy songs, t- twelve minutes, twenty minutes, and it's just s- sort of this like, yeah. And I think as a reaction to the, both of those extremes. It's it's easy to to go well awe and reverence is this yes one yes. thing yes yeah yeah so maybe we're gonna get into this but how do you how do you say uh, well it's not just that one yeah. thing yeah 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 you know
0: so I we should have said this we should have said this at the beginning we're gonna this is gonna be a three part podcast mm-hmm. uh, the first is all the questions all the problems all the yeah. concerns second. We're gonna look at what the Bible says mm-hmm. to, to, in a brief way mm-hmm. and then answer each one of these questions, and then the third podcast is going to be at least this is the plan we'll see how it goes. The third <laughs> one's gonna be um, how do you lead your church through change yeah that, so that that's so that's the plan so great. we'll get to that i think right okay we'll, great. we'll 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 talk about what is. What are we aiming for? Yes. You know, cuz it's not just expressive or non-expressive. Yeah. We're aiming at something. Yeah. So, these yep. are the these are the problems. So, number 4, Great. disorderly. Yeah, it's disorderly. And that you mentioned 1 Corinthians 14:40, all things should be done decently mm-hmm. and in order. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a sure th- of course that's in the Bible. Yeah. You know, we're here to focus on the word focus on the gospel focus on the lyrics we're singing not our responses physical responses can can just be chaotic i've been in services that are chaotic i've seen services that are chaotic and kind of, everybody's doing their own thing and there's there's no sense of you know unity no sense of we gathered together to do this thing right it's just like hey whatever i feel right now and so that's disorderly and yeah. and i think that turns people off to the whole idea of people being physically expressive mm mm-hmm. mhm and number well, five, so fear of distracting others. Now, this is again, this is a legitimate uh, concern. First um, Corinthians fourteen thirty three, Paul says, "For God is not a god of confusion, mm-hmm. but of peace." You, you know, we don't we don't want to distract other people from what they're there to do, um, and and we've all maybe been in situations where you know someone's Raising their hands, or someone, I mean, in the 70s and 80s, waving a flag. I think they still do that sometimes. <laughs> you know, someone just dancing, moving in a way that you think. I can't even focus on what we're doing here. That is yeah. so crazy what you're doing. Yeah. And of course, depending on the church you're in, that might be a relative a sliding scale. Yeah. In terms of what, what's distracting.
1: Right. I hear probably that the most, the distracting piece. I
0: don't want to be distracting. Yeah. Or it can be distracting.
1: Yeah, it can be distracting. And I don't want to contribute mm-hmm. to the distraction. Right. Uh yeah. And you know, in that same vein, um it's uh it's also I just, this is, I go inward. This is between me and God. Oh, okay. And I do think that is, that's something that factors into the, okay, I'm just going to push everybody out. Yes. I don't want to be a distraction. I don't want to be distracted. Which
0: if you've listened to many episodes of the podcast... We talked about that. We've numerous times. Yeah. uh, Where it's not just about me and God. Yes. (laughs) It is about a church
1: gathering. And why we're looking at each other and why the lights are on and why we're engaged.
0: Yes. But... We don't want to be distracting, right? So, so that's legitimate. Number six, fear of being emotion-driven. Second mm-hmm. uh, Corinthians five seven says, "We walk by faith and not by sight." Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think we've seen the effects of. Uh, different times of being given over to emotions. You know, it's a mob mentality. It's just like it happens so quickly. Just whatever, whatever anybody else is doing, that's what I want to do. You know, yes. and we become fearful of minimizing objective truth and being controlled just by our emotions. Now, as when in preparing for this, I was thinking of First uh, Kings eighteen twenty eight. 29, where the prophets of Baal are confronting Elijah on, yeah. on the Mount Carmel, and uh, it says, They cried aloud and cut themselves after their Brutal. customs with swords and lances until the blood gushed out upon them. And as midday passed, they raved on until the time of the offering of the oblation, but there was no voice, no one answered, no one paid attention. And I'm thinking some people probably picture that when they think of, you know, just kind of let your emotions go and just we're just ranting and raving and you think god's gonna listen to you no ways it's right here no one answered no one paid attention so it's uh you know we don't want to be emotion driven yeah um which leads to the next one number seven where do you draw the line like yeah i think you came up with this
1: well it was uh, yeah I, i mean there's a is there a line between I'm raising my hands and I have a ribbon in my hand and I'm dancing across the stage with not a Not for tambourine. you. I mean, I've
0: seen you do both, so there's no no line there for you. But it's not
1: true, just for the record? I think for others there might be. <laughs> yeah, what's the line? Where do we draw it? How yes. far are we going to go? And the expressive scale. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So I thought of Proverbs 22, 3. The prudent sees danger and hides himself. Yeah. But the simple go on and suffer, suffer for it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like... Does joy, celebration, does raising hands lead to dancing, lead to right. banner waving, lead to animal noises, lead to, you know, it's just yep. like, who's to say? So, I mean, there's there's some <laughs> legitimacy to that. Listen, I've been in meetings with animal noises, so it's I don't, I'm not proud of it, but I am. Uh, okay, so here, here we have three more. If you're counting, this is number eight. This is one that I've heard so often. It's not a part of my culture, right? Like where I live, we we are just not physically expressive. So,
1: the thing you quoted earlier wouldn't it be a wouldn't it be connected to that in some way. Not which, my context. The the twentieth century Pentecostalism. Yes,
0: yes. Although, yeah. Well, you know, American Christianity is not the only Christianity there is. Yeah. For one, or Western Christianity, even. Yeah. Uh, you know, other. Ethnicities are are much more um, movement oriented than we are, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're going to get into that. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say too much about it here. Uh, (laughs) These are just
1: teasers. These these are are just just teasers. That's exactly
0: right. This is this gets you hooked on the on the podcast. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I've, I've led and taught in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I've had people there say, I remember teaching, uh, leading music at a uh, large conference, 3,000 people um, in Wales. And, uh, you know, we would sing this song, In Christ Alone, In Christ Alone. Um, this one of the two songs I always use as examples in Christ Alone before the throne. Um, <laughs> but it was that song we were singing. And um, and uh, until he returns, it calls me here in the power of Christ. I'll Silent Crickets. Crickets. And I just thought, wow, that's amazing. Same thing happened in South Africa, you know, trying to lead, and I mean, I was leading. And uh, well, we're South African; we don't, we don't do that. Mm. Um, Sydney Anglicans, uh, so in Sydney, um, you know, just we don't do that. Mm. Uh, Or there's a time I was up in northeast, northwest, rather, Seattle. Uh, You know, our culture is grunge; we don't. We're not physically expressive, uh, it's just not what our, it's not what our culture does. Mm. So I'm gonna to respond to that in the next podcast, <laughs> but I'm just leaving it out there Yeah. and just say that's, that's a reason, that's a problem a lot of people have with yep. your church's physical expressiveness.
1: Well, and if your church has 300 people and none of them are expressive. Mm you might feel boxed oh, in. Oh, your
0: church culture. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay, that's good. Point. I'm... Yeah, taking one step further. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, talking Yeah, about, yeah I, I... You're talking about... You know, different... Geographical yes. culture. Yes. Yeah. Even in your church culture. Oh, but you'll... That's our next point. Well, well kind of.
0: And number nine is personality. Yeah. That's more... Could be a church personality, could be your personality. Yes. You know, I've heard so many people say, I'm just not physically expressive. Yeah. Um. I'm calm.
1: Yeah, I don't really get excited.
0: I'm sober minded, phlegmatic, soft spoken, even keeled. I'm an enneagram number one. (laughs) I am the rational, idealistic type, principled, (laughs) purposeful. I think you are. Self-controlled and perfectionistic.
1: (laughs) You're definitely a one.
0: By the way, I, this is in no way any support of any groups.
1: I know I'm I'm messing. With I you. had
0: to do the research to to find out what these were. I'm on a three the, on the.
1: <laughs> go on,
0: go uh, on. I, I we'll talk about that later. On the Myers Briggs test, I'm more of a sentinel than an explorer.
1: Mm, wow. So, yeah. Know yes, thyself, so, then.
0: So I just don't do that. So yeah, it's it's just not my personality, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say that. Number ten. And I think this is maybe the biggest. And no one would generally come up with this as the first, but sometimes they will. I fear man more than God. Mm. I just think about what other people think of me mm-hmm. uh, when I'm doing it. Um, you know, it's not given normally as a reason, but I think it's a lot of times behind the other reasons. Um, you know, you're, you're in a conservative church and. You know, if you show any kind of physical expressiveness, it's like you know, where people think I'm a charismatic, or that I'm drawing yeah. to attention to myself. That I'm a wacko. That I'm inconsiderate. They think think I'm faking it. You know, yes. I mean, that's that's legit right. in, in terms of it really happens. Yeah. for a lot of people, where we are, we are just more conscious. We may we don't say it's a good thing, but we're just aware that. Yeah, I'm very aware of what the people around me are thinking. Mm -hmm. And
1: And even the perspective that says they all look that like they're so much more engaged than I am. So mm. I should muster Mm. I should muster the other way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're saying that if people around you are expressive, well I gotta look like that.
1: Yeah, and I'm not. So I should muster that up. So uh, it's like even that is a misunderstanding of why. Yes. You know, which is what we're
0: Aiming to talk about yes, and so hard not to like address all these things right now, but <laughs> to save time and to to honor people's time, uh, yeah. we are breaking it up. But this is an area; it's not a primary area, mm-hmm. and this is not a primary significance. Uh, but I would say, and I will say that I think it's an area that li- people live in confusion with. Yeah. Uh, they don't always dig down to to get behind the reasons they give for why they have problems with physical expressiveness mm-hmm. now i should we should say too that you know there's some people listening who are are too expressive mm. you, you know they're and i yeah they just don't think about it enough they fear man too but it results in as you were saying earlier them just doing what everybody around's and yeah, doing. I mean, right. My, my uh, granddaughter just sent me, uh, just started going to Grand Canyon University, one of my granddaughters, Maddie. And uh, she sent me a picture of a thousand college students at one of their, oh, I don't know, it was a worship night uh, retreat. I think it was a worship night. And uh, everybody was so, you know, engaged. And, you know, and I'm thinking, well, first I'm I'm just so excited that my you know granddaughter's there just uh you know, loving it and just totally mm-hmm. enjoying it. But uh I have no doubt that there are a number of those kids who are just kinda of doing it. Yeah. Just like, wow, this is so exciting and you know, this right. is, I'm, just, yeah. I'm
1: just I'm just gonna be so free and you know, but yeah. not
0: necessarily honoring the Lord with what they're doing.
1: Yeah. So so are you saying at Sovereign Grace you know, Church of Louisville. When when you play the first chord, every hand goes up. Is that what you're saying? How, how did you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that would not be the case. Right. Uh, at all. Right. Um, and we're going to talk about. Which is
1: so interesting because I think sometimes people see our videos and think, "Yep, it's just what you do." Yeah, and it's not it's just like one plus one equals two. Yeah, in yeah. that sense, but what what we're saying. And what you're saying is, it isn't a, it isn't a, an exact, you know. Hey, we're gathered. Here they come. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and
0: share something I was going to share in the next podcast, but um, it's important that we know what our aim is. Mm-hmm. Our aim is not to, you know, to raise people's, get people's hands raised, right? Get people's feet moving. Uh, our aim, we could sum it up like this: is is to respond to God his his glory and greatness naturally in ways that point to his glory
1: mm-hmm. and
0: our satisfaction in him
1: mm-hmm.
0: there there's not to be an artificialness about it, artificiality um it's to be what we naturally do, yeah, you know, as we've been talking here, our hands have been moving, yep, you know our bodies have been moving I mean yeah. we haven't jumped up and down or anything but our body, God gave us bodies, and we're gonna, we're gonna dig into that next podcast, so I don't get too far in that. But yeah. it's, it's a natural response. And um, I, again, I think there's just so much confusion on this. We, it's something we need to talk about, something I've w- wanted to talk about for a while. And so here we are talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, pray that it's encouraging to you, and uh, that you not take what we've done here, hopefully you've resonated with some of what we've done, said yeah. today. Yeah, and said, "Yeah, that's my that's my issue. Yeah, those those are things I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to look next time at, okay, what did the Bible say, and then talk about each one of those concerns we had, and and see where that takes us. Great. So hey, and by the way, if you have a question about yeah. uh, for us, yeah, which we really appreciate, yeah, you should uh, just call us. David's cell phone numbers. Is... No, <laughs> yeah. don't do that. Uh, you should email us at." Sound, Sound Plus, plus doctrine. doctrine at SovereignGrace.com. That's it. And you spell out the plus. Yep. Okay, so we'd love to hear from you. And we're looking forward to the next podcast. And I'm hope, so
1: excited. Hope you can join us. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for listening
0: to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.